Are those chocolate chip cookies on they, your socks? They are. These are my good luck socks. <laughs> my kids gave me. So I thought for a second they were like pies. Well, no, they're cookies. I'm a big Cookie Monster fan, so uh, you know. <laughs> I'm more of a more of a big bird. Think. Yeah, that's an acquired taste, but uh, <laughs> I'll get behind you on that. <laughs> so. Oh, bad. Welcome to The Workplace, where we're hot on the trail of what makes great workplace cultures tick and what we can all do to make the ones we work in better. I'm Andrew Scarcella. This episode... We're talking with Kelly Lynch about how to run a thriving recognition program for diverse global workforces and why community service plays a larger role in shaping workplace culture than you might think. Join us after the interview for Tangible Takeaways, where we'll talk about the ideas and actions we can take with us and implement in our own workplace cultures. Kelly Lynch is the HR Director for Capital One, where he leads the rewards and recognition and sales incentives execution teams. With a passion for people leadership and career development, Kelly spends most of his days finding ways to make each person at Capital One feel valued for what they do and who they are, which is one of the best job descriptions for an HR Director I've ever heard. And if, after the interview, you find yourself wanting to steal him away from Capital One, good luck. He's been there more than two happy, impactful decades. Kelly was interviewed by me. And while he was a late addition to the season two lineup, our conversation ended up being one of my favorites. It's always great to talk with someone whose job doesn't just inform workplace culture, It is workplace culture. Kelly? Yes. Welcome to the workplace. Great to be here. It's great to have you. Um, So I wanted to talk about workplace culture, obviously, but uh, specifically recognition. Mm -hmm. Because I know that uh, Capital One has a a thriving Mm -hmm. recognition program. I, I gather it wasn't... Uh, always like that. Right. Uh, tell me about your your journey to great yeah. recognition. Yeah, so for me, I uh, actually came back to HR two years ago um, and took over leadership of the recognition program. And I think as a as a company and a culture, look, we're we're really good about rallying around each other, about um, recognizing success. From a program perspective, though, we were very much in the state of operations, like seeing recognition as a tool or a tool set versus what I would say is a strategic lever, right? In terms of how do you really tap into the power of appreciation, the power of feeling valued. And so started to really get on this journey of education around what's important in terms of this as a value, right? To to look at not just at an enterprise level, but who's doing recognition well within the company, right? In terms of you have certain groups that have um, high volume of e-thank you or spot awards or their own kind of off the side of their desk manager thank yous. Is that having a, a big impact on areas like 
uh, retention? Uh, is it reducing attrition? But then going that next level to kind of peel back the onion and look at what type of impact does it have on the actual business success? So if it's an area that's adding accounts or something like that, do you see a, a translation of um, people feeling more valued to actually driving the success of that business value? Yeah, recognition isn't just about the employee experience, although it has a huge impact mm -hmm. on that. It can actually transfer right to the bottom line yep. in a lot of cases. When you're trying to grow the recognition program mm -hmm. uh, at Capital One, who did you have the most trouble convincing? Who yeah. were the obstacles? Or what? You know, it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be sure. a person. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. um, you know, I think that's an interesting question. I think, and we're still on that journey, that the success of recognition ultimately comes down to finding the advocates within the organization. Those that this resonates kind of in their soul from a passion perspective. Um, and so... You know, when I came in, it was very much looking at, look, we can try to tackle this top down, um, but that takes a long time, right, to get everyone aligned and move that. And, you know, certainly at the, at the top of the house, our culture is key to our success. So from that standpoint, we're all very well aligned. But it was really looking for those advocates and those business leaders and business groups that are really doing it well to leverage them as a success story to help us in those areas where maybe – well, you know, recognition is a tool. It's great. Uh, I don't really understand the business success that comes out of it. Um, and using those business examples and those other leaders to be able to help tell that story, to help change that perspective in those areas where you meet resistance. Mm. Inspire upwards rather Correct. than try to yep. work your way down. Mm -hmm. Well, tell me about the workplace culture at mm -hmm. Capital One. Uh, how do you think the average employee would describe it to a friend? I would think they would describe it as it's a growing culture of innovation, right? Inspiring you as individuals to have, like challenge yourself and have an idea and a perspective um, and rallying around uh, each other in terms of those different ideas and, and suggestions, the power of the individual and recognizing that um, everyone has a different journey and story and trying to elevate those moments and those different perspectives. Uh, I think it's also a culture where you rally not just around delivery of the work, but you rally around each other, right? We have a lot of examples where, um, you know, teams will come together to support associates that are going through difficult times. Uh, and then that starts to permeate um, and bring in not just that specific department, but it, you know, you, you will use Slack channel, we'll use different ways, and you'll get these like hashtag um, to rally around these individuals, right? And, mm -hmm. and really create a lot of positive energy and synergy to really help those associates. Uh, or if it's a project or something like that, we share those successes, right, um, along the journey. I think there's also a culture of elevating, and I think we're still growing in the space, but elevating and being more comfortable with the failures too, mm. right, of um, elevating those that are taking the risk that may not always come through at the end, but you try 99 times, you may fail 98, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you're trying to get that one or two that's a huge success. And so from that standpoint, I think we've had this kind of metamorphosis around elevating and acknowledging the power of learning out of failures or missed opportunities. And so I think that's really important. But ultimately, I think from a culture perspective, it's a balance of 
strive to be really successful in what we do, um, really trying to make life easier for our customers, but also how do we do that for our associates, right? How do we create an experience that resonates with them, that recognizes them for individuals, um, and uh, continue to elevate that as we as we go through a transformation where we've you know, gone from being a credit card company to a financial institution to trying to be more of a technology company that does, you know, finances. Um, and that's a that's a turning a big ship, right, in the middle yeah. of the ocean, right? But that creativity, that inspiration, that rallying around each other, um, as well as uh, a core value of how we give back to our customers and our communities um, and treating, you know, everyone as an individual. I think that's how I would describe it. Do you have any uh, specific initiatives for uh, encouraging and supporting the the value of giving back? Yeah, I mean, we we you know even within our recognition platform, we've aligned that you're able to give your points back to different initiatives in your communities. Um, we have um, uh, kind of corporate community service where you can go out for different things that we kind of coordinate with key functions within each of our communities and how to give back, and we not just have that tool, but we actually encourage um, managers and associates to go do that. We will kind of track hours for folks that are doing that. Not so much to say, hey, this is what we did, but to encourage, like, this is part of your time, right? As mm. as an associate, we want you to to give that time back to your, um, to your communities because ultimately we know that your communities, your families, those are the things that get you going day in and day out. Um, to come in and spend the the forty to sixty hours a week right at work. So, what have you done to keep recognition top of mind for employees to keep them engaged in it without it feeling like extra work? Right. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I think for us, I think several things. I think one, uh, continuing to find ways to provide what we would call nudges. Right. So. Looking at our internal data or partnering with OC Tanner, um, where can we look at groups that maybe are underutilizing recognition and you know provide nudges to say, hey, it's been a while since you've recognized you know this associate or this um, kind of core value, right? But not in a way that it's like you failed to do something, but more of hey, just to again kind of put it front and center in your mind. Um, two, I would think we also try to um, to elevate success stories. So again, back to, you know, if we've seen recognition moments, how do you kind of bring that out, share that on our intranet, right? Here's a great example of uh, someone celebrating 30 years of service and, you know, people talking about what that experience has meant to them and that individual has meant to them. So again, just kind of layering those recognition moments in uh, I think it was yesterday in one of the sessions where we were talking about not just the associate life cycle, but micro experiences, right? Mm-hmm. So where the associate lives and breathes have those things that allow them to think about recognition front and center, whether that's working with our people leadership forum and providing tools to them. So as they go out, or it can be simplifying the user experience. So tying in with our uh, GitHub or Slack has an API with recognition. So it's there in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not being uh, pushed down on them, but it's there. So when they think about that, hey, I'd love to thank, you know, Kelly for doing this. I don't have to go outside the system, right? Yeah. Uh, it's in the moment. Speaking of employee experiences, mm-hmm. yeah. why do you think it's so difficult to create a great employee experience? Are we just 
doing it wrong? <laughs> you know, I don't know if we're doing it wrong. Um, and it, it's funny you ask that because as I was preparing for my presentation today, I was personally struggling with like, have we done enough? Have I innovated enough? Have I uh, raised? It's a good sign though. Right, I think. right. Um, but as I sat through sessions yesterday and today, like what I was helpful to remember, like recognition is not a destination. Appreciation is not an end state. And I think that that sometimes is our challenge as we think about programs, right? We think about like, I want to get this delivered. I want to get this out there. And to me, I think as you think about recognition and appreciation as being not an end state, but a human experience and a connection in a world where we are very project oriented or delivery oriented, that's to me where it kind of rubs, right? You've got to really think about, it's about a journey, right? It's, it's, uh, creating within your programs awareness that it's not just, hey, this is the enterprise approach to recognition or appreciation, but be aware of how are associates recognizing each other? How are they elevating those moments? How do you share those successes across the space so that you're constantly focused on creating a, um, a, a meaningful human connection, which is, doesn't always translate to a product, right? It's in the moment, and I think that's where it kind of rubs sometimes in terms of the challenge of that employee experience because it's the, hey, we think this is what would work. We need to spend more time understanding what does the associate or employee feel like is important to them. What's something about running a recognition program in the financial industry that people outside the industry might not understand? Yeah, that's a good question. I think... You know, and I don't think it's unique just to financial services, but I think within our space, it's how do you leverage recognition in a way that um, is not just about what you do from kind of an internal, how you support teams, how you deliver projects, how do you service customer accounts, but how do you actually see it more um, and make sure you don't define recognition as being, you know, based on financial services. So this idea of it's about connecting with your customer as a person, right? Sure, they may be here to to uh, leverage a product that's financial services, but it's really about understanding, you know, their journey and where they are and how you can help them. Same thing within your own associate and company perspective. Recognition to me ultimately is, is encouraging people to help people feel valued. So if it's dealing with a customer who's going through a difficult time, sometimes the recognition in that moment is just acknowledging like this is a horrible thing that you're going through and here's how I can, here's how I can help you or just listening, like sometimes just mm -hmm. being able to listen through that. And so I think that that's the piece of, as I think about recognition in a financial services industry, like don't define, I always say this for any industry, you don't define your recognition based on your product or based on kind of your industry. True back to this is a human connection and a human experience and elevate those moments. What was the last book or article or tweet mm -hmm. that you read that's stuck with you? Um, it was uh, Brene Brown's Daring Greatly. Uh, just um, read her book within the last couple of months. Uh, what was it? 
about it that um, I think, lingered? Yeah, well, one, I think she, she puts the idea of value and courage in a way that just resonates with me at a personal level. Um, I'm an extreme introvert, and so I can kind of relate that with Brene. She kind of talked about that. Um, and it's inspired me to kind of continue to, you know, be brave, right? Brave is being brave for eight seconds or 20 <laughs> seconds at a time. Um, or 20 minutes. Or 20 minutes, interview. a 20 minute podcast. <laughs> um, brave could be wearing the uh, Cookie Monster cookie socks I have on. Don't I did know. notice those. Yeah, exactly. Um, so again, I think it's that piece of it resonates to me. And also one of the things that really came out of that is a lot around as humans, like the idea of being um, valued and being part of something bigger or kind of core to our DNA. And that really resonated with me. Mm. In one word, how would you describe your ideal workplace culture? Um, heartfelt. I like that. Very human. Mm-hmm. What technology should we use more and what technology should we use less? doesn't have to be in the office necessarily. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, the technology that we would use more, I don't have like a specific, but I think the things that connect you to your friends and family, like continue, not, not so much like going out to see how many people liked my post, <laughs> but the ability to, whether that's through a Zoom or a Skype, be able to have video conference with your family, especially since I'm traveling, that's kind of front of mind. I think being able to keep those connections uh, is important. Mm-hmm. And then less of, um, and probably my, my first reaction is probably just social media, j- just generally. Um, for me, it is, again, I think a lot of great like pictures and keep up to date, but I, I've found it harder and harder to like um, deal with just the divisiveness of social media. So It's I, really, uh, it's curdled. Yes. A little bit, mm-hmm. has it in yes, our society? Yes, for sure, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, last question. What do you think work and workplaces will look like in 10 years? Hmm, 10 years. Uh, I think they will look generally, um, I think with technology, exponentially different. And what I mean by that is um, moving to less brick and mortar, right? More um, working from home, more uh, across the globe and connections there. Um, and I think more movement, if I think about the workplace, more opportunities as you think about the the new people coming into the work, workplace in terms of value that they want to get out of the company, value and being very driven around purpose. And so I think you'll see a lot more movement, right? If companies can't kind of stay with that value proposition and really help um, associates and employees really understand what they're about, I think you'll see a lot of movement uh, and more startups and those type of things. Well, I'm excited to see what Capital One's workplace looks like in 10 years. It sounds like it's going to be great. Great. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I really appreciate pleasure. it. This was great.
Now it's time for Tangible Takeaways, where we take big ideas out of the walk-in of a middle school cafeteria kitchen, then grind them up and form them into tiny patties, which we then double batter before tossing into the deep fryer until they're crispy golden brown nuggets. Because it's Monday, and Monday is Nugget Day. The first is that if you want to improve the culture of recognition at your company, it doesn't actually have to change. Rather than the purely top-down approach, where you try to shoehorn in a program you think will work within your culture's unique environment, instead, find and elevate individuals and initiatives in your organization that are already succeeding at the recognition game, and recognize them. Recognition? Ah, recognition within recognition. Got it. See, by spotlighting examples of recognition already working inside your culture, you'll make it easier for executives to get on board and easier for it to spread to other teams and departments once they do. The second is that community service should be part of every workplace culture. We're not talking about sponsoring a section of the local highway. We're talking about empowering your people to give back to their community in the ways that matter most to their community. That could mean volunteering at the local food bank, teaching resume writing to refugees at the community center, or simply matching employee donations to a disaster relief fund. By encouraging people to spend company time serving others, you connect your organization and its culture to the community it lives in. The third is that before Cookie Monster delighted generations of kids on Sesame Street, he was the spokesmonster for Frito-Lay, shilling Muncho's chips under the name Arnold. It's true. Look it up. 1969 was a weird year. But, much like Kelly Lynch, Cookie Monster knew the importance of community service. That's why he quit his job at Frito-Lay and signed with PBS to serve others and give back to his community and also because of the unlimited cookies clause in his contract. This episode was written and read by yours truly, with additional writing, production, and sound design by Daniel Foster Smith. If you liked this episode, or even if you didn't, please rate, review, and of course... Subscribe to The Workplace on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a burning question about workplace culture or a story about why your workplace culture is the best or worst, send it to theworkplace at octanner.com. The Workplace is sponsored by O.C. Tanner, the global leader in engaging workplace cultures. O.C. Tanner's Culture Cloud provides a single, modular suite of apps for influencing and improving employee experiences through recognition, career anniversaries, well-being, leadership, and more. If you want your organization to become a place where people can't wait to come to work in the morning, go to octanner.com.